Alright, hello and welcome to the first episode of my podcast. Uh, my name is Wyatt Maples. I graduated in May of this year, 2021, with a bachelor's degree in philosophy. And I'm deciding to start this podcast as a way to hold myself accountable to staying engaged with the subject. Just because it's something that I really love, I'm passionate about, I want to stick with it. Um, I'm planning on going to graduate school for that uh, starting next fall. In, uh, 2022 it's been pretty difficult uh deciding how i want to like format the podcast and specifically like things that you do as a creator of content to sort of differentiate yourself from other content that already exists in, in your area so what i'm deciding to try and do with this podcast that i have entitled casual critical thinking um, I want to do a little bit less of a try-hard approach than the whole um, just reading out past philosophers, other writers, and just like covering content in philosophy that already exists and is well-known, or even if it's not well-known. I, I don't want my podcast to just be reading somebody else's work entirely, but at the same time, I found a lot of philosophy podcasts in the past two years that are just, you know, some bros drinking, talking about life, and I also don't really want it to be that casual because it doesn't really feel like critical thinking at that point, but that's just my own opinion on that. I'm not evaluating or judging anybody else's content. So um, I probably will be sharing a lot of my own opinions, and I will also probably be trying to introduce... Um, other well-known philosophers that I've enjoyed reading from. But a key point to understanding philosophy as a study and sort of the importance of philosophy is understanding that, like, nobody's trying to just be like, oh, yeah, this is the entirety of reality. And if you don't agree with me, you're dumb. Right? That's... um philosophy is not a religion it's not something that is supposed to be taken in a dogmatic way that becomes dominating to your life and you just follow what somebody else has written philosophy is supposed to teach you methodology you know and one of the best ways to do that or at least something that has just been very common in how to do that is reading and listening to other people's philosophy looking at their methodology and uh, picking and choosing what you like or just picking and choosing methods that you like and then still coming to different understandings on your own. That's that's roughly the point of philosophy. Gilles uh, Deleuze wrote this book called What is Philosophy in, I want to say, 1991. He said that there's sort of like three studies that you can take after in life art science and philosophy art is like taking a physical substance that's around you and creating something new science is taking you know actions causes effects of substance that is around you and try and interact with them know more about them learn about them and then control them ultimately and that third one philosophy is generating and creating 
new concepts, new formats by which you understand the life that you get to experience as a human being. Um, so that's that's going to be all for my intro this time. I don't think my intros will be this long in the future. I just wanted to sort of get a little bit of a broad overview of what I'm trying to do in this. Um, so yeah, thanks to anyone out there listening. Without further ado, I'm going to sort of continue off of that point that I had with Deleuze. Um, and we're going to talk about perception. So, I mean, there, there are a lot of ways to understand perception. Typically, you know, we have those main two categories of perception, which is like how you perceive through your five senses, physically, empirically, the stuff that you interact with. And what I'm going to focus on today, more of mental perception, the structures that you and everyone around you develops whether or not they're conscious of it, um, that sort of determines how they understand literally every aspect of reality. Um, it's a little bit obvious, right? I feel like saying, oh, it's important how you perceive things because it determines how you perceive reality feels like saying, oh yeah, if you drink water, it hydrates you. It's it's pretty obvious, but I think it a lot of times, regardless of whether or not it's obvious, it doesn't seem that the average person really does a lot uh, with that, with interacting with their perceptions or checking their perceptions or trying to develop new and better ones to improve their own lives. Um, but it's pretty crazy the impact that it has on you, you know? For example, like, if you're somebody that takes getting a bad grade on a test very poorly, you're like, oh, I messed up. I didn't do this right, and I should have done it right. There are a lot of other people out there that think, oh, I didn't really do great on this test, but that means I learned a lot during the test, and I learned a lot about my study habits, what I can be approving about myself when I go into the next test, right? A lot of the discussion that I see about that, that sense of perception roughly is glass half full versus glass half empty versus a glass of water, you know? You got your pessimists, your optimists, and your quote-unquote realists. A little side tangent. I hate that term so much. Oh, I'm a realist. You're literally just saying, oh, no, no, no. I perceive the truth about reality at all times. I don't ever try and put a spin on it. That's not true. That's, <laughs> that's bullshit. Um, you have your biases. You have your perceptions that determine how you interpret things and all it really means saying that you're somebody that's a realist is that you're a little bit overconfident in how you interact with the world and you don't question yourself maybe enough or maybe you do and you're just infinitely smarter than I will ever be I don't know 
I suppose that's possible, but back to the categories of optimism, pessimism, and quote-unquote realism. Super reductive, man. Like, it's, how do you just say, oh, I perceive the world in a good light versus I see the world in a bad light? Like, there's an infinite spectrum that lies between, right? So, what I want the point of this podcast, specifically this one about perception to be, is you, as a human being, are allowed to change your perceptions. You can check yourself and realize, oh, well, like, I tend to think negatively about things, you know, and that makes life hard for me because I experience more negative emotion or negative reaction than other people, and it puts a lot of pressure on me, you know. If you're somebody that is super negative on yourself whenever you take a test and you don't do well on it, you're going to be stressed as fuck the next time you need to study for a test. You're going to be you're going to be worried, you're going to be in your head, you're going to be more so thinking about the result and the outcome of your test than simply memorizing bits of information. That doesn't do anything for you. Like it, I mean in all honesty, pretty clearly it just makes it harder to study. It makes it harder to absorb that information and that doesn't really bring anything to your life. Um and at the same time, I know people in my life that are so positive and optimistic about other people all the time that they find themselves involved in these terrible relationships, and I, I mean like friendships or dating, where they see the person that they're developing this friendship or relationship with, and they're like, oh, well, like, yeah, like, they, they do have all these negative qualities about them, but, like, I give them the benefit of the doubt, you know? In some cases, that's good, and a lot of other cases, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're opening yourself up to somebody that isn't worth your time, and you're just excusing it as, oh, well, that's just my perspective. But at the end of the day, your perspective is really up to you. If your perspective brings you a lot of neutral or negative emotions, I would probably encourage you to, number one, a lot of times our perception is not necessarily the problem, it's what we do with ourselves in our lives, right? So I recognize, I perceive that I have all of these fantastic goals that I can totally achieve, but I'm just lazy and I never do it, right? That, that would be a pretty easy example of, okay, well, that's just something that you need to work on in your life, something that you need to be more proactive towards. Um, but secondarily, I know people that did better than me in school that have, in, in terms of every social measure that we have in the U.S. right now, they're just they're better than me. And they dislike their lives infinitely more than me. They're unhappy. There's always this belief that because I know I could do better, I should be upset that I am not doing better right now or all the time. And that's really not healthy either. And like, if you're somebody with that mindset, 
with that perspective. Like you should you should probably change that, dude. <laughs> That's not good. A lot of times I, I definitely do hear the excuse, um But if I don't shit on myself, right? If I don't critique myself constantly, how am I going to get better? How am I going to become better? That's up to you, man. That's your choice, your perception, the way you perceive yourself in relation to everything around you and all the adversity. That is your decision. That is your choice. Just because you have been raised in a certain culture, with a certain family, with certain beliefs or values, doesn't mean that's what you have till the day you die. You can literally change it at any point in time, for no reason at all even. You can just say, oh, today, I'm going to enjoy this thing that I typically never enjoy. Cool. Do it. You're allowed to. Why not? Like, it, it doesn't matter what you have previously come to perceive reality by. You can always choose to do something different. So a rule of thumb that I've sort of developed for myself recently, and again, I'm not trying to put forth any of my ideas as a fact about reality or how you should live your life. I'm just using an example so you guys have a wider berth of methodologies and ideas to sort of choose from. So you can, you know, feel free to choose whatever you want. I'm going to take a drink real quick. If it is not clearly bringing into my life either a neutral or a positive, then why am I doing it? And in, in a lot of ways, that is still sort of reductionist um, because that's almost entirely like um, pessimism versus realism versus optimism, right? negativity versus neutrality versus positivity there's a lot in between there and i get that uh, but that's up to you to judge really I'm just speaking generally and broadly right if i decide to go out to eat one day that's not really a positive or a negative in my life i mean sure it costs more money sure it's processed food it's probably not the best for me but more or less, at the end of the day, I have not manifested negativity in my life because I went to Raising Cane's Chicken. I'm, that's just something that I did, right? So those are decisions that I really... I still think about them, but I, I don't worry about them. I don't have any fear directed towards those decisions. Um, but I mean, something else to consider is like, how is my action in some given circumstance going to affect a friend or a partner or my family? Right? If there's a chance that it brings something negative or a chance that it brings something neutral, 
you should probably not perceive that option as something worth doing. Because I've known people that make decisions that are either clearly going to bring something neutral or something negative. And then when something negative happens as a result of a choice that they made, they act like it's unfair, like they've been done some sort of injustice. And I think we can all think about an example from when this happened in, in your life. When you made a shit decision and it came back to you, but for some reason, you didn't perceive that it was a bad decision. You were like, well, this is what I wanted to do. This is what I thought would be best. And then it wasn't. So how dare people be upset with me for the outcome of this situation? It's like, well, because you made the wrong decision. And I think the best sort of mindset to have is the mindset of a person that accepts the negativity they create but constantly pursues to manifest positivity. Don't go out of your way, obviously, because in my opinion, it's always the people with the best intentions that create the worst outcomes. Because, I mean, if, if you really think about it, most people throughout history, even those figures that we would view as supervillains, but in reality... They didn't have a, a bad idea in mind. It was just how they wanted to actualize that was terrible. Take Thanos, for example, right? Not not from real history. Um, I loved Thanos, man. That was some really, really good writing. Homie just wants everybody to eat. He wants y'all to have your free space to run around. To feel unburdened by the stress of overpopulation and poverty. That there's excess and wealth for everybody. If you think that's a bad idea, you are an asshole. But, the way he wanted to actualize that, it's like, oh, well, just gotta, I gotta murder half of all living things in the universe, right? Like, okay, obviously that's not the way you go about that. You have fantastic goals, but um, terrible means to get there. So when you think about trying to manifest positivity or neutrality in your life, right? If those are the only two outcomes of a decision that you're making in your life, then go full hog into it. But don't like look for ways that, oh, I can make the world better. Oh, I can make this person better. I can give them everything they need so they become a better person. That's not how human beings work. We only work by making the decisions that we want to make, or at least the decisions that we need to make. But usually that's a very, very internal affair. So don't waste your time trying to like go around and make the world a better place every single day of your life. Just when you are confronted with decisions, Try and manifest positivity or neutrality. Um, and moving, moving sort of away from this idea of decision-making and back to that main subject of perception. I mean, also think about yourself. Think about 
okay, every time somebody has a critique for me, do I internalize that? Do I let it make me feel poorly? Do I worry about myself, about my identity, about what I'm doing with my life? Or do I hear that critique and say, oh, dude, honestly, yeah, I am terrible at that. I don't know why I do that. Thank you for pointing that out to me. And uh, I'll try and consider that more moving forward. If you view critiques and adversity in life as negatives, you're going to have a really bad time. That stuff is all over life. It is entirely unavoidable. So why worry about it so much? Why make the goal of your life avoiding pain and difficulty? Avoiding discomfort? Oh no, I just want to be comfortable. I just want to watch my show, go to work, go to school, make some money. Just, you know, that's all I want. No, it's not. You want to get better. You want to have a good time living your life satisfied, fully knowing that you tried. You tried. If pain and difficulty is guaranteed, love it. Don't don't seek it out unnecessarily. Please do not hear me say that. <laughs> I spent a lot of my teenage years doing that, and honestly, there are still areas of my life in which I do that, and it's really frustrating to be aware of it and to still do it. But um, life will bring those things to you naturally. So love it. Let it happen. And enjoy it. Recognize all the growth that you can get from it. All the lessons that you can learn from those things. Because at the end of the day, let's, let's be real, folks. Chances are, if you have access to the internet to listen to this, if you have a streaming platform like Spotify to listen to this, if you have a device that can play this, if you have speakers or headphones or a device that has nice enough internal speakers that you can listen to this, what is really the extent of suffering that you go through? And I realize that's a little ballsy to say we. I think now more than ever, I think we all realize a lot of people do experience trauma during their childhood or even in their latter years. So I'm not trying to invalidate that at all. But just to add some <laughs> perspective, it could be so much worse. We have food, we have homes. There are so many people on the earth right now that are not able to have that. I mean, ultimately, like this, it still harkens back to the original point of why I'm making this podcast right now. It just isn't that bad. Getting fired from a job, losing a friend, losing a partner. Of course it's hard. Nobody's nobody's trying to say, oh, well, you know, life, life could be much worse, so how dare you feel pain? 
course you're going to feel pain. Of course it's going to hurt when any of these things happen in your life. But like, eliminate suffering where you can because to some extent suffering is a decision that we make actively in our lives that when somebody cuts you in line at the grocery store you take it personally when somebody cuts you on the highway you honk your horn you throw up the middle finger you mutter fuck you under your breath you lose your time and your energy and your mood based on your perception that oh that person cut me off on the highway today that they think they're more important than me they asserted their dominance over me because they did cut me off and I can do nothing to change it unless I'm willing to destroy my car and theirs and potentially risk other people's lives their lives or my lives because I'm so emotionally irrational at this point that I don't care I'm just going to drive my car into it what's the point man what do you get out of that you don't get anything and it's difficult not to feel indignant when somebody cuts you off because frankly they are whether or not they're conscious of it saying I'm more important than this dude I need to get to work to get to my partner, to get to that hiking trail, to go fishing, to whatever the hell. Somebody is saying my time is more important than yours. And that does suck. But the thing is, is you cannot change it. So with the fantastic ability that humans have been given of decision making, right? The ability to choose our perspectives in life. What are you going to choose? And I, I hope you just checked yourself and tried to answer that question real quick. Are you going to choose to be butthurt over every little thing that happens to you? Every poor treatment you get at your customer service job? Every person that cuts you off? Are you going to lose it? Are you going to let them dominate and run your life? Or are you going to think to yourself, whatever, can't control it, and I've decided that I'm going to have a good day today, that I'm going to enjoy it, that I'm going to manifest positivity whenever I can, share love and care to those who need it, and be protective of myself and my goals. Your perception is your decision. You are suffering, of course, with many, of many, many exceptions, is your choice. How are you going to choose to experience your life? Because if you aren't actively trying to change your perceptions towards an enjoyment of life more so than just reacting based on the culture or your parents or the life that you've lived in the past, what are you doing? Thank you guys for listening. I will probably be doing more sort of hard philosophy. I, I do want to read and quote from authors because I have literally no credibility to be speaking on anything at all. I am simply a 
newly 21-year-old guy from Colorado that graduated from a state school with a degree in philosophy. I know absolutely nothing. I've lived a lot of life. I've had a lot of experiences and just want to share that with you guys and I hope that you are able to enjoy it and get something from it and see philosophy in potentially a new light. It means a lot to me in my life and I hope it can mean something to you guys in your life. But thank you for listening. Have a good one.